0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning, y'all. Welcome to Tuesday, the 27th of July. Um, We're just going to kick it off with housekeeping. First things first, uh, if you're listening to the podcast after this live stream goes out, please like, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. I guess you can't really like the episode, but... um, It really helps out and I've seen the views starting to pick up on the podcast. So that's really encouraging, really fun. And uh, yeah, I just appreciate anyone who's willing to listen to me talk for 45 minutes. (laughs) So, uh, you know, as Crystalia says, these are the hard hitting issues. Um, So yeah, uh, if you would do that, please, if you're watching this afterwards on the YouTube channel, please like subscribe hit that bell notification. And also, so this will be existing on the uh, Spencer Scott Pew Live channel. And I always say this, but at some point we're gonna switch these live streams over to that channel so that on the main channel here, it'll be just content. Uh, The short firm, short, short, what is the word I'm trying to think of? Short form, good grief the short form sort of essay video content so that is that that's what we're doing um really quick i just want to i always try to do this just see how the stream is Uh, let me pull it up here i hope you guys are doing well uh olympics are going on so that's super fun been really enjoying watching those with maria and baby girl um i don't know olympics are strange aren't they they're like People who don't usually like sports. I don't know if, I don't know Maria's text. Maria always texts me when I go live on these live streams and says stuff that just throws me off. She just texted me. Uh, I don't know if I should read it. <laughs> um, yeah, Olympics are, are interesting. It's like people who don't usually like sports um, become fascinated. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really plan on talking about that today, but hopefully you guys are enjoying the Olympics. It's cool to cheer on our country and, I don't know, see athletes from other countries too. I think it's super cool seeing how many athletes that country send, um, the stuff with Russia, all that. I don't know. Anyway, probably shouldn't have said that word on the live stream, but um, <clears throat> yeah, so we're just going to dive into it. Uh, Something I'll say before we get started here is I think what I've found that I'm going to do is looking back on old live streams that I've done here. Um, I, there are some segments in these live streams that are great and they can stand alone as their own videos. So I'm going to be taking, and I already did it last week, um, some segments from these live streams, chopping them up, uh, adding a little bit, Of B-roll and stuff over top of them and then re-uploading to the main channel as its own standalone content So that's pretty cool. Um, I've got a teeny little team uh, That's working with me um, On my YouTube stuff, which is gonna free up my time to Just create the content and then you know focus on my full-time job mostly (laughs) so that's gonna be really nice to be able to continue creating content uh, in the way that I really like to as well as you know, handing that raw footage and stuff off to others to handle all of that, um, in the background and kind of stuff like that. So I'm really excited about that game plan, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, let's dive into my notes from this week. So, uh, first thing is I know it's trendy, but making a tiny home out of a sprinter van is becoming a dream of mine for the future. Yeah. Um, it's super trendy right now. A lot of vloggers, YouTubers are doing it as well. Um, they're taking, you know, Land Rovers, Sprinter vans, school buses, uh, old trailers, stuff like that, and sort of flipping them, making them super nice and trendy looking, and then um, just sort of driving around the country and or wherever they may live, and living out of their van for a while. And I don't necessarily want to live out of a van, um, but I I imagine the future where you know on a weekend or a week, um, Maria, Lena, and I could get in our sprinter van and drive down to the beach, drive to any beach, you know, um, or go camping or go to the lake and just like, you know, we bring the, the Airbnb with us, you know, in a sense. So I think that'd be super fun. And just, I think the part I'm most excited about is flipping one, you know, creating it. Um, I think that would be super fun to do, but, I don't know, just a little dream, probably will go away as quickly as it came. But Mm. this morning we're drinking just iced coffee straight, no creamer, which is, I mean, if it's good coffee, it's good coffee. So Um, there's a lot of, it's funny, a lot of talking points I'll write down and I don't get to them in a previous live stream. And so they roll over to the next one, which is a lot of these points coming up. And some of them I touched on in the previous live stream. So that's going to happen every once in a while on here. There are going to be things that I forget um, that I've already talked about and stuff, but it's cool. You know, it's still on my mind, you know, I'm still processing it. And I invite you all to join me on that as well, if you'd like to. All right, My keys are over there, uh, which one of these is I had a lot of thoughts in my head that needed to come out. This live stream has helped. But now what? Yeah, so this is going back to that point where I'll just hit on briefly because I know I've already talked about it. But when I started these live streams, it was like every thought in my head that I had just had in my head that I hadn't told anyone or I had told someone, but they weren't too interested in or I don't know. It was just a lot. And I think it's still happening. I think that I have a lot of thoughts throughout the week, but being able to just put them down to log them in whatever format, um, you know, whether it's writing them down or or creating video like this, this is, I think video is my most natural um, content creation state, if that makes sense. I'm not a good writer whatsoever. I do enjoy podcasting as well. So, but I I feel fine in front of a camera. So um, yeah, it's like I said in the previous episodes of this live stream stuff um, in this podcast, just getting stuff off my chest it's it's therapeutic for me and even if no one listens just having it to just having it out there being able to listen back and see where i was see where i was last week i mean heck it's crazy so this has been really cool i have no intention of stopping this i think once lena and i'll talk about this a little bit later once lena goes back to school maria goes back to school i'm going to have to figure out a new schedule <clears throat> It's possible I can still do these on Tuesdays at 7.30. It's just gonna be a matter of waking up way earlier in the mornings to, to get everything situated. So it might be these change to lunchtimes or evenings or something. I'm not 100% sure, but I wanna keep doing them. They've been really good for me, I think. Um, talking through a lot, even just, even on like a spiritual level with my Christianity and where I am, um, I don't know. Just being able to talk about stuff. I don't know. I just feel like it's helped me a lot. So I, I don't. I don't want to stop doing these. Um. Cool. So I already talked about that. So the content pyramid. Um. Yeah. This is a segment that I think we could make into a, a separate video. High five, friend. Has it going? I'll show your comment down here. You know, high five, friend is apparently a. Um, neighbor in Virginia here. I don't know where, but uh, he or she joins um, a lot of these live streams. So hey, it's good to see a high five friend. High five to you as well. Um, Thanks for commenting. Glad you're here. Um, Yeah, so the content pyramid, that's all I have written. So I'm going to try and just sort of lay this out. Uh, And this is a segment that I think could go well on the main channel. So When I started my social media company, um, I guess it was 2016, 2017, I started my own personal company called Spencer Pew Media, and I was creating content for companies around town. What I found was a lot of companies, once they have that content, they don't really know where to put them. So about a year after I started Spencer Pew Media, um, it's a long story, but I'll make it short. I met with uh, my business partner, Maggie Rotans, and we decided to start a social media company. So once these companies have the content we create for them, we also show them and can do it for them, put it where it needs to go online. So that was the idea it was taking. This is a step of content creation. Now we're gonna teach you, actually we're gonna do it for you, but we can also teach you how to take that content and, and put it in the right places online. So something that I had been, um, doing a lot of was just research and reading and listening to podcasts and audiobooks and trying to figure out this social media world. Uh, Gary Vee, obviously, was a big influence on me, especially when I was in the process of leaving my full-time job to start my own company back in 2016, 2017. <coughs> Excuse me. And so something that I really enjoyed about Gary Vee was the idea of macro content and micro content. So, What I picked up from what he was laying down is if you as a company or an individual with a brand can focus on consistently creating macro content. Macro content meaning sort of long form content. Now there's three types. In the past with macro content, content, whatever you wanna call it, you had TV, radio, and then like newspaper or magazine, right? So basically visual, audio, and print. Nowadays, same thing, but now you've got YouTube videos, you've got podcasts or audiobooks or whatever, and then you've got blog posts, right? So if you can focus on one of those three things, what you can then do, like, so let's say we start with video. And this is what I'm actually doing right now. Every Tuesday, I go live uh, on this channel and I create a 30 to 45 minute video, right? It's very laid back, very easy, but there are nuggets of content within this live stream that are golden. Well, I don't want to say golden. Um, they're, they're better than others, right? They're not just the laid back stuff like like what we're talking about right now, for instance. Now, what, what can I do with that? Now, I can just put out this live stream into the world and be done with it, right? <clears throat> That's one piece of macro content that I put out into the world. But what if I then took the live stream I found two to three segments in the live stream. I chopped those out, created three separate videos. From those videos, I had someone write blog posts from them. I took the audio from those videos and put them on as a podcast. So now already we've got four pieces of video content. Um, We've got four pieces of audio content and three pieces of blog content. Those are the, actually, those would still be considered macro content in my opinion. If a segment's like, five minutes long, right? Now I can take those smaller macro contents and chop out quotes in the form of graphics for Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I could take little audio bits, 30 seconds, a minute of, of value that I'm bringing in a few sentences. That's micro content. I could take um short clips from these and put them out on reels or wherever and as you can see what we're doing is we're creating this content pyramid which is what i like to call it so you start with a single piece of macro content and from there you can create so much content and this is what Gary V did well and does well is he hires tons of people to take everything he says macro he'll be on a podcast for an hour and chop that up into hundreds of micro content pieces and then those get spread out all over the internet and you can create content differently for different platforms right um you might have like the funniest segments of a podcast split those all up make a little TikTok, and it's funny right the original content wasn't meant to be funny it was just a podcast maybe a business to business podcast but every once in a while gary v makes a wise cracker a joke And so they take all the funny bits and that's its own content it's entertaining and it has a different um, purpose right so that's the idea of the content pyramid now what i'm trying to do here is create the macro content and then hire people to create the micro content for me that way i'm putting out lots and lots of content i'm spreading my net really wide across the internet but i as far as the work that i'm having to do i'm just Committing to every Tuesday coming on a live stream for 30 to 45 minutes. So you can see, you know, as a business owner or even as like an individual who wants to, you know, help their personal brand, and that's that's a story for another day. But I think because of the way the internet works, if you're serious about your career, uh, so much of it is online these days. I think every person, whether you're an engineer at a desk job or you're wanting to be the next great entrepreneur you need to be creating some form of content because it adds value to your um, portfolio. You know, it shows a certain amount of um, charisma. You know, it, it's everyone needs to be making content and I believe in that and I know it's it can be very hard and not everyone can have the resources or the money to hire out help for this stuff. So there are simpler ways of creating this content pyramid that you can do all on your own. Um, but there's great size sites like fiverr and upwork and i'm actually uh, i found a few people on fiverr who are part of my little micro team here someone to edit videos and chop them up someone to help with the seo and tagging someone to run social media stuff promotional type stuff and and that's my little team right now and i'm still exploring it and trying to figure it out but that's the idea of the content pyramid it's it's really a way of focusing on one great macro content that can then be split up into micro content pieces that, I mean, the amount of micro content you can get out of 45 minutes of talking is insane, right? Then it's just a matter of like, are the micro content pieces good? Do they bring even a little bit of value? If they do, they're worth sharing. So that's the idea of the content pyramid. Um, so, So yeah, that's the idea of the content pyramid anyway um so that's that's a that's a cool thing that I've been doing trying to figure out here um, with my personal brand because I want to work on my personal brand but I don't have time right so I've been trying to figure out how I'm able to do that in hiring out people and really getting to know them and and you know, trying to make it more of a team. Like I'm not just hiring out five or people that I don't even speak to. I'm just like, chop this up. You know, I want, I want to create relationships too and um, make it a form of a kind of a small business. So that's been, that's been really fun too working with others on content. So um, now I guess the next thing, you know, that we discussed with um, clients when I was working with Maggie, um, doing the social media stuff is a lot of times to like that. The uh, the idea of the content pyramid is great. And, but where, where do you even get started with macro content? What do you talk about? You know, if you're a dentist, what do you talk about for 45 minutes? Well, there's a lot (laughs) that you could talk about. And believe it or not, even if you get real nerdy with it, um, there, there are people out there who want to, to hear not only what you're talking about, but, your your opinion on those things and I know it's hard to believe like why does anyone li- want to listen to me um, but everyone everyone's different and has a different outlook on things and an opinion on things and believe it or not there's so many people in the world and even if you had the smallest percentage of those people watching your content it's a lot a lot of people so it's a matter of staying true to the content you want to create and then finding where to put your content in front of people who might be interested in it so um so getting onto the point here when i worked with maggie at harvest something we would do with our clients to help them with what do we create content about is we would look at categories right so with a company the easiest way to look at categories is if they already have a social media presence look back through their content find the content that really worked for them that people were enjoying and engaging on find the content that they posted a lot about you know, that they found interest in and create, we would say eight to 12 categories. I think probably less is more, but I don't want to go like, you don't want like three because that's too repetitive. I'll get to the point in here in a second. So creating eight categories, right? So if you're, let's go with the dentist and it's going to be hard for me to come up with this example because I'm not a dentist and that's why it's good to, If you're the business, if you're the person, it's something you have to sort of work through. But, you know, giving the dentist as an example, one piece of, one category could be um, clips of them actually performing their dental work. One category could be selfies with their patients, you know, whatever the compliance and stuff is with that. One category could be, you know, if if you're a hometown dentist, share about your community. What's going on in the community? Um, Are there any other companies around you that you could shout out, right? Uh, Another type of content could be, you know, sharing your hygienists, you know, what, what their personal lives are like, or what they're getting up to, you know, doing employee spotlights, customer spotlights. So what you do is you create these like solid categories. They can change every time. But next time you sit down to create content, it's going to be way easier to look at a list of eight choices then it will be to say what in the world should i post today so that's the idea of you know the content focus and creating these categories is when you do sit down to batch batch content or even just to post on a whim on a tuesday morning you can say well i haven't posted about um a customer spotlight recently you know it's been a few weeks since i've done that so that's easy boom cool Uh, Martha's coming in today. She'll love to be featured on the Instagram page. You know, let me get a selfie with her or let me take a picture of her and talk about the vacation that she just went on. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> Whatever you find content works for you and that you enjoy making, that's what you create your categories around. So that, that was a big part of what we did at Harvest was showing companies how to, you know, create um These categories to just help with their processing of what kind of content they should be making so that was really fun so moving on to me personally what I've found is you know recently I've been thinking you know I've talked about it a lot but on my main channel on YouTube I had a couple bullet journal videos blow up um, and I got a lot of subscribers who were interested in bullet journaling and every piece of content that I publish that's not about bullet journaling these subscribers are leaving I mean even Yeah, like if I look back at my 28 days, um, like the last 28 days in my analytics on my YouTube channel, I've lost like 20, 30 subscribers. Um, So I've I've been struggling with like what kind of content do I publish? And getting that in my head of like anything I publish, I'm losing subscribers, like do I wanna fight to keep them? Because I don't wanna make bullet journal videos all the time, I don't. And so what I actually found is, you know, working through these live streams again it's like therapy for me um alongside wondering what content i should be making i'm currently you know trying to go back to my life's priorities you know what am i trying to focus on most as an individual and what i've found is like am sorry those are one and the same you know like i think You know, for instance, and I'll just tell you my priorities right now. I've got God at the top of the list. I've got family. I've got work, third. I've got um, social, so friends and um, with people. And then I have have uh, the sixth one's actually home, but I think that home meeting, like uh, material upkeep, you know, getting the cars cleaned, walking the dog in the basement like home stuff right errands and stuff i think i'm going to group that in with family just because i want to keep my priority list small i think five is a good number um but what i've realized is like these are the things that i'm trying to focus on in life why don't they just be my categories you know for my content you know the vlog obviously will be mostly focused on family you know traveling with the family experiences of lena uh, work you know i've got marketing stuff that I'm learning and working on here. Uh, you know, I talk about God quite a bit on um, this podcast, this live stream. So, yeah, I I, I think those are going to be my, my, my content uh, categories. And I think it just makes sense. You know, these are things I'm trying to work on. So why not double down on that idea and um, make it be what I'm sharing as well? So that's an idea I had for that as well. I just want to keep an eye on the time here. I do have plenty of time. So moving on, that's uh, that's that. So, yeah, give me one second. I'm going to lock the door. And then I had a, a comment on that that last point being that I feel like People's priorities in life change quite a bit, but I feel like a lot of people follow those same five. Um, Maybe with the exception of God, just depending on your spiritual life or if you have one. But you know, family, friends, personal life, whether it's fitness or trying to be happy or whatever, um, you're trying to seek out personally in your life. and then, you know, upkeep with material things, you know, your house or, or whatever it might be. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that people can relate with all of that. It's just a matter of, you know, as in terms of the content part of this discussion, it's a matter of do they like the way I am handling those five categories? Um, are they interested in following my journey, whatever you want to call it, in those categories? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Next point here, Uh, AgendaCare has a couple new business projects or ventures, I guess, that I'm excited about. Um, Whitney here, my boss, is becoming quite the serial entrepreneur. Um, She got her hands in a lot of things. Uh, She is making interesting moves. I think she's doing a good job of looking at what our area needs. And then creating companies to fill those needs, which is super interesting, and it's on a level that I could never operate on. Um, but she's pulling a lot of us along on the journey. You know, for instance, a couple new ones. You know, she's going to need my help with, and everyone else's help. So it's really exciting and fun and scary <laughs> at the same time. Um, but. I just wanted to make sure this microphone was on. Can you imagine? That'd be embarrassing. Okay, we're good. Yeah, so um, a lot going on, and I'm excited about a lot of it. I think there's gonna be cool opportunities for me to grow in my career as well. Um, Just piggybacking off of Whitney, watching her, watching the people that she meets, uh, and just soaking it in. Um, This Friday, we have a pretty big meeting. Uh, there's a lot I don't want to share at the moment, but um, this Friday is going to be a really interesting meeting that I'm super excited about, so uh, I get to go along with her and a couple others and just learn, um, yeah, and, and also just see how I'm I'm young, I'm almost 28, um, I have a lot of learning left to do in my career, you know, <laughs> a lot, and I, I hope I'm always learning, but Sometimes I feel cr- sort of an imposter syndrome here, and I think fake it till you make it, kind of. But also just you know admitting where I am in my career, knowing that people see me as a young person, they probably have a an idea of the naiveties. Naivete, <laughs> is that a word? Um, that comes with someone my age. Um, so, and I didn't go to school necessarily for marketing or business, so. I'm catching up a lot in ways that those types of people aren't, um, someone outside's like listening to the radio really loud. I hope you guys can't hear that, but I'm just very excited about work here at Agenicare and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy working here. And also there's just a lot of excitement too. It's, it's not, it's never dull with Whitney. That's a hundred percent true. So it's fun. Um, This says podcast went great yesterday, which I guess was a week ago. Um, Excited about the new setup. Yeah, so it had been a while since we'd done a couple podcasts for Agenicare. House calls, and now that we've split the two companies, I've got to run podcasts for house calls and aesthetics. Uh, We have a new little setup for the podcast in the um, soiree room over there, and it looks so cool. So I'm excited about those videos, uh, those podcasts going out. If you want to follow, you can just... Agenicare I think one's called the Agenicare podcast and the other one is Agenicare Aesthetics. So if you want to look those up, there's only a couple episodes on aesthetics but more so on house calls. So if you're interested in, you know, what we're doing here at Agenicare, um listen to those. I think they're a good peek into what we do but also like where we are right now with the company, which is pretty interesting. Lena is very early stages of crawling. Yeah, that was a week or two ago and now she's I mean she's not perfect at crawling but she's doing great she um she's at the point now where if she sets her you know eyes on something that she wants to go get she can get there you know and yesterday we had man our good friends michael and abby over which was so much fun and their baby baby reagan who's six months lena is almost 11 months they were really cute together but lena was crawling all over the place it was awesome like room to room which was Kind of a thing, you know, before yesterday or maybe the day before, she was kind of like she'd go five feet or so, and that's about it. But, yeah, she was crawling all around, which is fun and scary at the same time. You can't take her eyes off of her now. <laughs> uh, so, gosh, Lena's Lena's the love of my life. I love her so much. Man, and she was making me laugh so hard yesterday doing this little jumpy thing in her, like, jumper that hangs from the door. Oh my gosh! I was like legit laughing so hard at her. She's she's awesome. Uh, next point here: the new Bo Burnham inside is fire. It's Maria's like. I listened to it so much. Like I'm. I listened to the album too. I think when I first watched the special, I was focused so much on like what he was doing visually that I didn't really listen to the words. Like I I. Didn't, I heard some of them right and like oh that's so funny or the concept of this song is really funny but I've been listening to the album it's just like so good not only is it funny but like catchy like witty um dude the music itself is just like there's bangers on there man and I don't know he's also making like social statements and stuff I don't know I just think it's it's really good uh, well done, Bo Burnham, if you're watching this, which I know you are. Everyone watches this. <laughs> um, I've re- yeah, I've really been enjoying that. So if you haven't checked it out, Bo Burnham, just to give you a quick spiel. He's a comedian, right? He started out on YouTube making like funny little songs. Um, anyway, he's done a few Netflix specials, you know, up on a stage type thing. But during the pandemic, he locked himself in like a shed, I guess, behind his house. It was It's kind of like a guest house um yeah he locked himself in there and like made this whole special by himself shot edited produced all the music the filming everything so it's funny it's like you know back in the day we used to make videos and at the end of the video on youtube we would roll the credits right like director spencer writer spencer and it was like most of it was the person who came up with the video well, that's what this was like. It was like produced by Bo Burnham, shot and edited by Bo Burnham, music by Bo Burnham. Um, yeah, which is pretty cool. So, And it it's very self-aware the entire time too, which is funny. Anyway, check it out. It's called Inside on Netflix. Um, not great for kids to watch, so keep that in mind, of course. But uh, not great for kids, no. Um, yeah, I found a new YouTuber. Ava Zubek, um, she travels around the world. She's a travel vlogger, and I i guess one of her videos was suggested to me, and funny enough, wrapping it back around to the top of this this episode, um, she her, like, latest venture, like, she's traveled all around the world and does pretty cool stuff. Her latest venture is she bought a, a Land Rover Defender, um, I think, and she is transferring it, transferring it? transforming it into like an off-road little house so it's been fun watching her build that and then she's going to go on some cool adventures um she's cool i think she is her videos are kind of overproduced i guess not overproduced but produced it feels very much like a show like she does previously and she does like upcoming and like she has a pretty long intro i don't know how i feel about all of that uh, but she's fun to watch and I get excited to watch her videos. She does like one a week and they're fairly long. So yeah, check her out. She, I think I mentioned her last episode. She's the one who did the, um, espresso tonic drink and it's like so refreshing and I have tried it and I want to do one with espresso. I've only done it with coffee because I like the taste of espresso and I think that'd be better in the sparkling water. But yeah, check her out if you're looking for a new YouTuber to follow Ava Zubek. E V A Z U B E C K. She's great. Um, Yeah, Finisher Secrets video two out today that again was supposed to be shared last week. Um, It's a video on time boxing. Um, Go give Finisher Secrets a subscribe. Um, I'm putting out content there for them and it's really cool. So I'm more of the mouse mouse piece, the mouthpiece. For those videos. So, I don't create the content as far as the concepts. Javier, the owner of Finisher Secrets, does, and he sends me like a list of bullet points. And I expand upon those for a video script, and then I shoot the video, edit it, and then send it off to the rest of the team there. Again, working with a team on YouTube content is like the most satisfying thing ever. Um, so, yeah, go if you want, if you're interested in more content from me. I'm creating a lot right now, which is awesome, but um, that's something where I'm on those videos, I'm not necessarily creating the substance, but I'm a part of it and it's really fun. And Javier is a super cool guy, so I really enjoy working with him. I've right, been going 35 minutes here. Gentle and Lowly, okay. Um, Gentle and Lowly is a book that is Amazing. Let me. I, I don't have the author written down. Do, 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 do. So, Gentle and Lowly is a book that I think Maria had heard about. Um, and then at the new church that we've been attending, um, they recommended it in their library. I think they did like a whole like church wide study on it or something. It's by Dane C. Ortland. And it takes a look at. Jesus in the Bible. And I think there's a lot of like light understanding of who Jesus was. I think we, you know, we obviously we can read through the gospels and through the whole Bible really, and see what he was doing. Um, but this book takes a look at, you know, where, you know, he's human, right? Fully God, fully man. Um, it takes a look at where his mind and heart are when he performs miracles or when he says things about his father or about the world. And it's been eye opening. Um, that's the thing I love about the Bible, man. It's like you could read it a million times and then still learn something. And I think these people who have gone before us and have done studies and um, they just pick the Bible apart and they really, you know, have a good understanding of, of what it's teaching us. Um, anyway, I'm kind of going on a tangent here, gentle and lowly. Um, I'm almost halfway through and it's just, the chapters are short. It's kind of a short book. I think it's only got like 200 pages question mark, a little over that, but it's so cool, man. Just, I don't know. And I don't know. I could I could really go into it, and maybe I will. Maybe I'll do a whole episode of the podcast discussing the book. Um, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on it here, but um, it's great. You know, if you're if you're a Christian looking for the next book to read, this one is amazing. Um, and if you have read it, let me know what you thought. So, uh, speaking of books, Charlie Bone. Um, there were. A few books when I was in middle school, I think. I think it was middle school called Charlie Bone, the Charlie Bone saga or whatever. Um I thought about it the other day and I was like, dude, I would love first of all, they need to make a show or a movie. I would prefer a show. I feel like shows are doing better than movies these days. Um about these books because they're really good. I picked up the first book midnight for charlie bones what it's called um i got the audiobook i've been listening to it it's so good but i also it's it's a huge ripoff of harry potter (laughs) um almost to the point where i kind of wonder like how is this allowed um but i don't mind and it has it stands on its own it's it's got its own stuff going on but it's about a boy and you know, he actually lives with his mom, his dad passed away, we think, right, and he has to be sent off to the school, because he's got magical powers, and at the school, he lives there, and there are other kids with magical powers, and there's evil guys, and it feels very Harry Potter, but I love Harry Potter, so I'm not mad about it, Um, but anyway, I've been listening to it, and I mean, it's a kid's book, I mean, maybe a teenager book, or whatever, but it's good man i really want them to make a show about it and uh, i looked it up the other day like is there a movie or what is there going to be a movie or show and there's like a petition and stuff to get a show started or a movie which is pretty funny um speaking of tv shows i kind of put all these together Uh, i gotta get to maria's (laughs) anti-system um and we'll, we'll end on that maybe yeah uh The Lord of the Rings TV show, which apparently it's coming out on Amazon Prime. I don't know when, but it actually follows Sauron um, at his, when he was like still a man or whatever he was. Uh, So way back then when he's like forging the rings and stuff, which is gonna be super cool. But apparently it's got like a budget of like a billion dollars or more. It's like the highest budgeted TV show ever. And as it should be, because it's going to be awesome. Super excited for that. Super excited about that. Man, they're making so much good stuff these days. Um, I just love it. I love it. Uh, Next thing, selling my Nintendo Switch. Um, I tried to sell it to Maggie, and she took it and played it for a while, but never paid me for it. And I was like, hey, if you're not going to pay me, can I have it back so I can sell it? Uh, it's got a lot of games on it, like 70 games downloaded to the system. So if you're watching this and you want to buy it from me, I'm selling it for like $500, which I understand is $200 more than you can buy a new one for. But the point is there's a lot of games on there, so it's got a lot of value. Um, so anyway, uh, there's that. Buy it from me, please. I need to get rid of it. Uh, we bought a new exercise bike. Uh, Maria has really she did a few um, cycling classes in college and really really enjoyed it and that's been like her favorite form of exercise I think and um, so you know we're interested in the peloton right but that's so expensive I found a very inexpensive knockoff it was like $200 on Amazon it had great reviews So we got that and I've written it, wrote it a few times and man, I think something I want to complain about is I did a 30 minute workout with the activity plus with apple. I burned like let's say 300 calories, right? I was sweating my butt off. It was really hard. I went on a 30 minute walk with buddy the other day through the woods and my apple watch was like, Hey, almost 300 calories. And I was like, would much rather go on a walk through the woods in the same amount of time and not really feel like I'm doing as much and burn the same amount of calories. So that's either a problem with the Apple Watch tracking how many calories I'm losing or it's the truth and obvious answer to me. (laughs) So anyway, there's that. Last thing, Maria's (laughs) anti-system. It's a joke. So we hinted on this last, um, episode, Maria chimed in and said, have you told everyone I'm anti-system? So Maria, as well as many other mothers, um, mom guilt, you know, this whole idea of like, there is a right way to raise your kid. And there's a billion different right ways to raise your kid. And everyone will tell you their idea of how to raise your kid. And a lot of them, you know, Marie and I discussed this like people, myself included, Maria included, we create systems in our life to make it easier. You know, I have a system for how I do the dishes at night because I have to do them every night. And so I want a good, efficient, fun system for it. You know, doing the dishes isn't fun, but you can make it fun. Um, So I've created a system for it. And I think Maria's issue with systems is like, I think how people view systems. Like if, if for whatever reason, halfway through my system of doing dishes, Maria was like, hey, I really need you to go put Lena back to sleep, she woke up. I wouldn't be that mad about my system getting messed up. But there are some people in life who, if their system gets messed up, the world's ending. And um, I think that's why Maria hates systems. It's like, we focus too much on the system and it becomes a God in and of itself, you know, and it pulls us away from what truly matters, Um, which is, you know, why we're doing the system in the first place. So I think that's what she's getting at. She was like really upset. um, And I think that's something she was realizing is like, whenever there's a problem with Lena or Maria's life in general, she'll go to Instagram or Pinterest or Google and try and find out like, you know, why isn't my baby sleeping? it's just an example Lena sleeps great but there have been times where she's woken up and we're like well what's best for her blah 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 so Maria will look it up and there's a million different people saying this is the system you know your baby cries you let them cry they'll fall back asleep um you know or if your baby cries that's terrible you should pull them into bed with you like there's just so many different right ways or the way of doing things and I think it more than anything, I think it was just overwhelming, Maria, and she was like, there's no right answer here, you know? And so she kind of was just like, dude, systems. I don't like them. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to try and do what's better for my daughter. It's mostly around raising Lena. Um, and if it works, great. We'll we'll put it into a routine system. If not, that's okay. You know, It, it the system doesn't have to be the be-all, end-all. So that's what we mean by anti-system, but it's funny, Maria was like, I feel like that sounds pretty, like, anarchist for me to say, like, I don't like systems. So, yeah, so that's that. That's going to do it for this week. Um, next week, it looks like, well, next week I'll be at the beach, so I probably won't do a live stream, but I will try and vlog. So just, yeah, if I if I don't live stream, I apologize Knowing me, it's going to be, I'm going to be chomping at the bit to do something. So it's possible that I'll try and live stream. It's going to be a beautiful setting if I do live stream, but, um, I think that I should probably skip next week's live stream. But anyway, I appreciate you all very much. Um, I hope you all are doing well. I really do. Like whoever's watching this, um, I hope you're well and I love to discuss life with you and all the things that we're going through i don't know again this is therapeutic for me and maybe it can be for you too i don't know i don't know but i I do really appreciate everyone for tuning in and um yep like rate subscribe review all that good stuff wherever you're watching or listening and uh if you go to my website spencerscottpew.com you can subscribe to my newsletter and each week you'll get a newsletter with all the content that i've made that week so If you don't really want to subscribe to me and chase me all around the internet, that's one place you can just subscribe once and you'll get everything I create, which is nice, I think. I don't know. But I love you all so very much. Thanks for watching. Focus on the things that matter. And I'll see you next time. Peace.